does people plus food service plus conversation equal? The Food Service for Thought podcast. Produced by Forbes Heaver and Wallace and hosted by Carrie Clements and Justin Oliveras, the bi-monthly podcast connects the food service industry through in-depth conversations with chefs, restaurant equipment suppliers, food service establishment owners, and so many others that make up our wonderful industry. If you like food, people, and great conversation, we think you will enjoy the Food Service for Thought podcast. Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of the Food Service for Thought podcast. Today, it is Carrie and me. I am Justin. And we are here to talk about our top five fives. And we're kicking off summer. We had a great episode a couple weeks ago uh, with Untamed Wine Estates in the Hill Country. It was really interesting hearing their story, Dare to be Untamed. Check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. And uh, to kind of walk through some various wines and food pairings. So that was a lot of fun. And Carrie, it was great being on location. Finally, we were finally able to do that, be on site somewhere and talk to someone about their stuff in their house. I know. I kind of felt like, um, you know, people would be walking up to us because we had our setup there and like so uber professional. I really expected somebody to ask for our our autographs or, you know, want to take selfies with us. But but that didn't happen, Justin. No, I think because it looked like we were there to do local traffic on the eights or something. <laughs> That's what we looked more like. See, uh, but we should have been yeah. drinking. <laughs> we should have been drinking heavily. Yes. Well, I did get to sample their Pinot Noir, oh, and I sure. thought that was just lovely. I brought a bottle home uh, for Beth, and I'm really excited to open that up at some point uh, when we have a, a little celebratory thing of of whatever. Maybe it's just celebrating because it's Friday at five oh one or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it was great. So this week, what we thought we would do to kind of kick off summer is, Carrie, I'm going to give you a rundown of a couple categories that I have my top fives in, and I need you to give me your honest opinion as to whether I am 100% right or as to whether I am 200% right. Those are your only two options. So we're going to kick the proceedings off with the top five types of beers. Now, this may seem confusing. I'm not talking about lager, pilsner, porter. I'm not talking about any of that. So when I say the first one, you're going to know. This is in no particular order because I can't rank them, but I need you to tell me if these types of beers crack your top five, and if not, what needs to be replaced? So the first one that I have, I wish we had a little fanfare or music, but the first one I have, I think you can get behind me on, first great type of beer in the summer is a lawnmower beer. And what I mean by that is you're mowing the lawn, it's hot outside, it's maybe 6 o'clock at night, maybe it's Saturday early afternoon, maybe it's Saturday late morning, and you need something cold to drink, you take a break, you crack open a nice, lighter, crisp, ice-cold beer, lawnmower beer, welcome to summer. Carrie, what are your thoughts? Well, I have fewer thoughts on this than the others for a couple of reasons. One, I one time did try to mow the yard to help out my husband. He had a new Toyota lawnmower and he showed me how easy it was to push and everything. All but, right. and, and I maybe sort of kind of ran over like those little metal thing in the yard. That was a 
great cover or something. I don't know. And it broke the shaft. So okay. destroyed the lawnmower. And I got yelled at. <laughs> okay. And, Understood. <laughs> um, so in that case, a lawnmower beer, even though it was in the morning, was just appropriate to deal with my trauma. But that's not what you're talking about. You're just talking about having a good, like, it's it's 712 degrees outside like it is in Texas yeah. in the summer. And one must hydrate in the best way possible and a, and a crisp beer. I think if you are mowing the yard in Texas, you should have a beer. And I don't care if it's 8 o'clock in the morning. All right. So there it is. Lawnmower beer makes the cut. Makes the cut. Next beer, this even goes back to my college days. Next type of beer that I love, always associate, everyone talks about it, shower beer. Yes. Getting ready to go out with your friends, right? Maybe you have people coming over to the house, you're getting ready, nothing beats, you're taking a shower, got your clothes out, you're getting ready to go, it's going to be a good day, and a shower beer, and you are are going. So Carrie, thoughts, feelings, emotions on that? Well, um, yeah, I have only had shower beer two or three times. I didn't even know that was a thing. And I love it because, because you're ready to go out and, but it's not time yet, but you're ready to start partying. So you got to like pregame with the shower beer, but Justin, the best shower beer is when you take an outdoor shower and you have a cold beer. Whoa. You're looking at, at the sky and the trees or what have you. Hopefully there's, you know, some cover around you. So you're <laughs> naked outside. You're, yeah. you're not standing uh, completely in the open like Andy Dufresne at the end of Shawshank Redemption when he has his arms in the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a cover around us. Okay, good. All right, so lawnmower beer, shower beer, you're good with that. My third type of beer that makes the top five for me, and it's an either or or an and, is a pool beer or a beach beer. And middle of summer, nice hot day, you're at the beach, maybe in Galveston, maybe you're at a friend's house that has a pool, uh, something like that. Tunes are on. Everybody's having a good time. If there's kids there, they're jumping in the pool. Pets are in and out of the pool. And um, too early to be drinking liquor, too hot to be drinking wine. So what do you do? A nice cold beer. Maybe something with a little bit more kick to it than the shower beer uh, because uh, you, you can you can just sit back and relax and you don't have to worry. So maybe something uh, a little bit heavier, but still ice cold, easy to drink. Down the hatch it goes. Carrie? Yeah, you, you need to have your, your beer in a cooler, iced down. It can't be like I'm running into the refrigerator kind of thing. Even if you're at your pool and you've got a little outdoor refrigerator, I still say you, for the full effect, you've got to have it in a cooler. But uh, I love the beach. I like I like pools okay, but I love the beach. And um, it's just nothing like it. And at the beach, you really have to drink it fast. Because, you know, the breeze and sand and stuff like yes. that. So just to be responsible and you don't want to waste anything. You, so you got to drink it fast. When we were in um, Fort Lauderdale back in spring break with some friends, we were trying to uh, p- put one of those umbrellas. They're like a plastic umbrella you can stick in the ground in the sand mm-hmm. and just tilt it for sun. And it was the only day of the entire five days that we were there that had a wind advisory. So perfect day to go to the beach. Um, and we're me and the other guy, his name was Tony. We're trying to put this in the ground and we were struggling. I mean, both of us were like all of our weight. We had our legs spread apart the right way to like get most leverage. 
And his wife, who is like little bitty thing, comes over and she's like, here, let me do it. And we're like, okay, take your shot at it. She holds the umbrella up and the wind is blowing so hard that the umbrella turns inside out and like swallows her like one of those flowers <laughs> that just like comes up and grabs Yeah. So, yes, you have to drink it fast. Otherwise, it'll be full of sand. Uh, uh, and I'm with you on that. It's got to be iced down. So we we uh, have a little pool out back, and we've got one of those little outdoor refrigerators. And you can keep it cold. That's great. But it, there's cold on a refrigerator, and then there's ice cold that's been sitting in a cooler covered yeah. in ice for six hours, and you can barely put your hand in there mm. because it's so cold. Yes, that's the kind of cold you need for a beer. Gosh, we're we're doing this podcast recording at on a Friday morning. Should have been a Friday afternoon. I know. I know. Yeah. All That's right. Okay. I got we got two more here. And I'm I'm doing a switcheroonie on you for one of them, okay? Yep. So the next one, top five types of beers for me, is gonna be a happy hour beer. And this is a different setting because typically happy hour, you know, with friends, maybe some coworkers, maybe you're taking a customer out for a happy hour or something. So gotta be maybe on a little bit better behavior. But uh, there's nothing like a Friday afternoon happy hour. It's been a long week, uh, and you just feel like, you know what? It's 4.15, and I'm not waiting until 5. It's 4.30. I'm not waiting until 5. I'm having a beer, and great way to start the weekend. Uh, just something, maybe your favorite beer, your comfort beer. So maybe you go dark here, a porter, a stout. Uh, maybe you go Saison if it's weather's nice, whatever you want. But this is kind of like, I just need a comfort beer, and I'm getting ready to start the weekend. So I don't know, Carrie, if that rings a bell for you or not. I mean, if the weekend starts on Monday afternoon, sure. Nine <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. thirty <laughs> Monday morning, weekend starts. Okay, here here's ha- happy hour. Okay, Tuesday night is I go out with a girlfriend every Tuesday night, and Chris, my husband, goes out with his guy friends, our neighbors, on Tuesday nights. So that is a happy hour kind of thing. Well, with dinner, happy hour first, and then. And then Thursday, which is the new Friday, you've got to celebrate that tomorrow's Friday. So that's happy hour. And then Friday, you got to celebrate that it's Friday, Friday, not Thursday, Friday. So I would say, and you might have different beers for each of those. You know that's I mean? true. Like Tuesday night beer might be super light. Friday night beer might be a an amber, which is still light beer, you know. Um, I like a saison, but that that can get away from you. Yes, sure. it can. <laughs> yep. That can be that can be chasing a big rock down a hill. <laughs> so you know, different. You gotta. I think if you're gonna be intentional about all of these beers, you have to think: How do I want to feel afterwards? <laughs> That's right. Well, I tell you what, and this is also the happy hour beer for me. This is the first one that we've talked about so far that I also associate with food. Oh, okay. You know, so so you're uh, up against like it. You're the you're the one at the at the nightclub or the hotel, and you're sitting there having your Swedish meatballs out of the buffet. Yes, I am at the nightclub for happy hour with a beer and okay. Swedish meatballs. <laughs> I that, don't know what I, that's how I spent I'm, Friday afternoon. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but no, 
I mean, a lot of times when you think about happy hour, right, for us in Texas, since we're fortunate to have good weather, a lot of times it's patio. A lot of times it's, you know, restaurants that have patios. Those restaurants typically serve food because they're restaurants. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> chips and salsa or you get some fried food, um, you know, or maybe it's just pizza or, or whatever. But I, the happy hour beer is the only beer so far I associate with being able to have a little food uh, with it as well. Now, where I grew up in, in the Midwest, upper Midwest, uh, they all, all, all of them had, and this is pre COVID, you know, obviously, um, bar nuts, pretzels, you know, trail mix, all that kind of stuff on the bar. And that's great. Cause you can just have like a thousand, 2000 calories yeah. worth of, of that stuff. And like 9,000% of your daily sodium. And you're just washing it down with beers like crazy. And you're like, it's five 15. I'm stuffed. We haven't even met for dinner yet. And I've already had 11 beers and, you know, and six bowls of this checks mix stuff. So, so you're saying you wouldn't then have wings or pizza while you're having a shower beer? Yeah, that's right. Well, pizza I would. I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll figure out a way to make pizza work. All right. So this is where I'm going to do a switcheroonie on you. Okay. Okay. So, and I want I want to see what any, everybody thinks. So I'm going to give you both of these and then you tell me which one belongs and which one doesn't. So to round out the top five, we've got one as a six. So one of them is going to be on the outside looking in. My last two beers are going to be a summer cookout beer. Or a golf course beer. And mm. when I initially made this list, I made it with you in mind, Carrie. So I put the summer cookout beer in and not the golf course beer because I know you don't golf. But those are the last two for me that rounded out. And the golf course beer is always associated for me with a Bloody Mary. And the summer cookout beer is always associated with food with me and hanging out and we're grilling and drinking. So I don't know which one for you makes more sense. Well, I, I don't golf um, because that's so much time out of your life. But I, I, I have been to golf tournaments before and um, I had the responsibility of like taking pictures and stuff like that. I did have my own cooler of beer since I had to just kind of keep going around. Very so efficient. I am a supporter of beer while golfing. And I think it would help many men that I know who seem to have, uh, it, it's, I'll just say it like the golf clubs up their butt or something. Cause they <laughs> just get like very grumpy. And I'm like, I thought y'all was supposed to be having fun here, you know? Right. <laughs> Um, so I would say as a public service, maybe the golf course beer would have to be on the list because summer cookout beer is a no brainer. Okay. So, and the golf course beer for me, it's, it's a, it's a fine line of when you can have that because a lot of times you can golf early in the morning. So you can get a, you know, a tea time at six, seven o'clock in the morning. That's, I mean, even in college, that's pretty early for a beer. That's not breakfast uh, beer. Nobody wants yeah, breakfast. But you can do a Bloody Mary and then you can get a beer with it. Okay. And, I'm going to yeah. stop you here. <laughs> what? Okay. So you can have a Bloody Mary with yeah. vodka. Yes. At 7 a.m. That's, that's totally Well, there's cool. tomato juice and a celery stick in it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And vodka. It's basically an omelet. Okay, so if you put beer and tomato juice together, that's acceptable. That's there's the t what's that called? Is that a uh, sounds horrible to me? Michelita, Michelita. Oh, Michelada, the Michelada. Like yeah. yeah. So, so, so there you go. So Michelada's but, are okay. Yeah, but so but anybody that does golf, that's a very common 
That's a very common pairing. And that's always a fun way if you've got some time, especially over a long weekend, you know, a holiday weekend. Um, and you, if you don't golf, you don't realize that even though there is sun or even though there is shade on the golf course, trees and everything, and you sometimes are in a golf cart, uh, you are you will get cooked no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. If the sun is out, there is no way around it. SPF 50, rash guards, hats, does not matter. You're going to get cooked. <laughs> so having having some beers with some bloodies, especially in the first half of the day, that's pretty cool. Summer cookout beer. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I, I'd like to propose this to you. And anybody who's listening that golfs, it, you may not smell really good when you get back from golf. That's a true statement. Putting that out there. And so you can have your golf beer and then come home and have a shower beer if you don't want Nailed to it. stop the beer. That's awesome. That's great. That is a great. And then you can segue right into the cookout beer. Yes. If you're if if you're if you're going to be on the grill or if you're just a, a participant watching, um, there is something to be said for being outside. The grill's going, whether you're cooking on it or not. Just being outside with friends, family, maybe uh, at a park. I don't know, Carrie, if you have any memories of that sort of of you know family gathering, cookouts, or anything like that. But that's super <laughs> fun, um, and and get the beers fired up, and and everybody's having a good time, and there's just a huge spread of fruit and burgers and brats and hot dogs and ribs and you know potato salad, you name it, potato salad, potato salad. Potato I'm making salad. potato salad this weekend. Yummy. Um, just so yeah, every childhood. Anything we did involved beer. Not I. I didn't drink. I was a child. Uh, but my dad and my grandpa and my dad's best friend, Uncle Paul, they drank. And I don't think that eight or ten o'clock in the morning that bothered them. Like if we were going fishing okay. early in the morning, because you know we'd get the boat out and and get out there before it was nine million degrees. Yep. Beer. Beers. Um. I remember a couple times we had some trees that died in our backyard or were dying that they had a chainsaw out. The hole where the tree was was filled with empty beer cans, and then they put the dirt on top of that. Um, somebody's going to be very disappointed if they ever take a metal detector in their old backyard. <laughs> so everything was beer for the for the Styers family. <laughs> okay, Carrie, top five beers to recap. Lawnmower beer, shower beer, pool or beach beer, happy hour beer. And you did the world a public service announcement and said, summer cookout beer, you're on the outside looking in. Move in is the golf course beer. So right. we've got five beers with one one on the outside looking in. Uh, that's a great way for me, I think, to start off summer. Carrie, I hope you agree. That's I, I'm ready for a beer this afternoon. It's Friday morning right now. So when, when 4.30, 5 o'clock hits... Uh, old Uncle Justin's going to be reaching for a beer. <laughs> well, I definitely will because uh, I'll be with uh, my aunt and uncle and my cousin celebrating with my daughter who is, went back to school a couple of years ago and is graduating Saturday. So we will definitely be celebrating. And then we have lunch on Saturday and a luncheon on Sunday. So, Well, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations to your daughter. Everybody that's listening to this, go grab your beer when it's appropriate. And when you're not <laughs> driving. And raise a, raise a beer to, to Carrie's daughter for graduation and, uh, and for the start of summer. So, Carrie, thank you for this episode. This was super fun. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode, and we're going to talk top five concession stand foods. Get ready. Thank you for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast. 
We hope you enjoyed it. And a big shout out to Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and everyone on the team for producing the first ever food service rep driven podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, and go eat out at your local restaurant or grab some takeout or delivery, even if you are just in the mood for some apps or dessert. Every bite helps.